Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will continue his message, which is titled Bear Witness Through Unity. This message continues along in our Bear Witness series and stresses the importance of unity to bearing witness. The text for this message is Acts chapter 4, although Pastor Chuck will detour back to Acts 2 for parts of this message. If you have your Bibles, please turn them to Acts 4 right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. The third thing I want us to see from this, my brothers and sisters, is that not only is she precious to Christ, not only is she purposeful to Christ, but the bride of Christ is also the church of God in Christ Jesus. She is still powerful in Christ. Look at Matthew chapter 16. Verse 13, he says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I am the son of man? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah and others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Verse 15, Jesus said to them, but who do you who do you rebuild still say that Jesus is Simon Peter answered verse 16 and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Verse 17, Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell, the gates of Hades shall not prevail against her. She still has power. She is still so precious She is still so purposeful and she's still so powerful that the gates of hell will not prevail against her. And out of that, the Lord said, I've given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. God has given us power. And we saw this and we've been looking and learning at this through Acts chapter one, verse eight. But when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, he will give you power power to be witnesses of me in your local context and your global context and everything in between because I am with you. Family, it's important for us to know this and to grow in this, to know this, to grow in this and to go show this. Let me make that clear again. It's important for us to know this, to grow in this, And then to go show this to all the world around us. So let me bring in the great eighth wonder of the world, Mr. Stevie Wonder. Mr. Stevie Wonder wrote a song about his daughter as she gave birth. And the song was entitled, Isn't She Lovely? And just a few of the lines of the the lyrics of the song says, isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? Isn't she made from love? And as Stevie Wonder was writing that about the birth of his daughter, I can hear through those lyrics, the Lord speaking about his church, that she is lovely. She is wonderful. She is precious. And she has been made from love from God. So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe would not perish but have everlasting life for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So if it's all right with you, I want us to look through 
six, eight verses, I believe it is, of the book of Acts in two chapters, chapter four and chapter two of the book of Acts to see from our title today. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she lovely? I want us asking the Holy Spirit to cause our eyes to gaze, to begin to understand or to grow in our understanding that she is lovely. She is wonderful. She is precious and that she's been made from love. Before we pray, I want to share something with you that I think is of immense importance. This Sunday, this teaching, this moment for us in our church, I believe is what's called a kairos or kainos, however the group word is, is, is spoken, how it is correctly uh, stated, that this is one of those moments for our church. What does that mean? That means this is a special moment, that this is somewhat of an appointed time by God, something that we should pay immense attention to. This is a moment of opportunity. This is a moment of uh, that crossroad moment to decide which direction we're going to go in. This is a very important time for us to understand. It's a favorable time provided by the Lord to minister to the church. Every moment, it is a favorable time. Let me be honest about that. But this is one of those divinely appointed, I need to pay very close attention to moments of our life as a church family. Why do I say that? This past Friday, during our morning glory prayer meeting, our brother in Christ, Ahmad McNeil, led us in the same passage of scripture, the same tone and tenor that the Lord had already given me that we had already listed out on our preaching calendar for the year of 2022. This is a divinely appointed moment. I had no idea that he was going to lead us in that way on this past Friday morning, that he would talk about the power of unity. As we've been looking at that from scripture, uh, we wanted to begin to understand this, why this is so important, because the Lord is making this clear. He started on this with Friday and he has me in a position to minister this on Sunday. I believe it's like in scripture where we see Jesus say verily, verily, or truly, truly. In other words, he's causing us to draw attention and to pay close attention to this because he's speaking and he's speaking loud and he is speaking clear. And so what I want us to do is to understand this and feel the gravity or the weight of this, that this is something that the Lord is saying, rebuild, truly, truly. Verily, verily, I need you to get this. I need you to understand this. And what I love about this passage of scripture, it is plain. It ministers, it teaches itself. It speaks for itself. So we're just going to walk through this and see this. And I hope right now, as we begin to pray and understand this, that we will see how important this is. And so I'm believing this will do one, if not all of three things for us in this moment that it will teach us or give us understanding on this important subject matter. Jesus is calling us from Friday morning to this morning. Jesus is calling us to pay attention to this, to sit in this, to sit at his feet and hear this and understand this. This is also the second thing to train or equip us and or equip us to be the church and to not do church. The first thing I'm hoping this will help for us is to teach us or give us understanding on this important topic. The second thing is to train or equip us to be the church and not just do church. And lastly, 
and most importantly, I believe that it's doing one, if not all of these three things in all of us to test our hearts and create in us clean hearts for our good and for his glory to teach, to train and to test. That is what I'm hoping this would do for us. So would we just take a brief moment out of all that being said, won't be long in the text, but just want to take a brief moment to just pray and ask the Lord's blessings for us, but also that he would transform us through this because our minds will be renewed in and through him. Would you pray with me? <clears throat> Father in heaven, I thank you for this divinely appointed moment that you have that you are giving specifically to rebuild fellowship. My prayer is rooted out of John 330 that we would decrease. I mean, really decrease. Pride will not overtake us. Disappointments, frustrations, anxieties or, or anything, anything that is distracting would not be distracting. Anything that would be a hindrance would not be a hindrance. God, I pray that you will allow us, Lord God, by your spirit, by your love, by your grace, by your mercy, that you would give us ears to hear what you, Holy Spirit, what you want to say to us in this moment. And I pray that we will be transformed by the renewing of our minds, because in this moment we are saying, Lord, we are your servants. We hear your voice and we desire to obey. We're making a decision to obey. It's in Jesus name that I pray and give thanks. And I ask for your help to rightly divide the word of truth in this moment for our good, Jesus, but most importantly, for your glory. It's in your name. I pray and give thanks. Amen. Amen. My brothers and sisters, we see here in the book of Acts, we see the um, institution of the church. We see this in Acts chapter two and Acts chapter four. It provides us with the purpose, the posture and the power of the church, the purpose, the posture and the power of the early church and how they sought to love the Lord God with all their heart, mind, soul and strength and to love their neighbors as they love themselves. And this was the way to fulfill the mission that Christ has given them to go into all the world, to make disciples, to preach the good news that not only has Jesus done everything necessary for, it, necessary for our salvation, but the new king is here. The new government is here. The new way of life, the new ruling has come upon us. And it's through selfless acts of love and service, just as Jesus modeled for us. And so this body of believers, this kingdom community were on mission one mission to be a love movement. They were loving God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength and loving their neighbors as they were loving themselves. And this is still very true for us today. And specifically, again, our church rebuild fellowship for those that are new to our church. Maybe for those that have been here for a little while, we have maybe um, gotten a little. We drifted away from knowing and seeing and hearing the mission of rebuild fellowship. So here it is. We'll put it on the screen for you. Our kingdom mission is this rebuild fellowship exists to advance the kingdom of God 
about making disciples who receive, respond, and reproduce the good news of Jesus Christ for the welfare of the city of Durham, its surrounding communities, and to the very ends of the world. And my hope, my brothers and sisters, is that this will be something that we will use today to align ourselves back to the core of this church. And the core of this church is found in the heart of the Lord. And the heart of the Lord was for us to go and make disciples, to be disciples who go and make disciples, to push back darkness in our community, in our cities, in this state, in this nation, until the very ends of the world, wherever he calls us to go, however he calls us to do it, we'll do this in a way that is, again, for the good of those that live in this community, but also for the glory of the king who is the ruler, the sovereign, sovereign ruler of this community. You see, we see church membership, covenant relationship as brothers and sisters of faith, as an organizational expression of a biblical truth. That's found in Romans 12, verse five. In Christ, we, are, we who are many form one body and each member belong to all the others. One of the ways we say it at Rebuild is we do it better when we do it together. And so as a result, we covenant ourselves, including time, talents and resources based upon the description that we see of the early church in Acts chapter two. And this is how we seek to live and love as a body of believers known as Rebuild Fellowship. In this way, family, in this way, we show the world that Jesus lives Jesus loves and Jesus saves through his beautiful, multi-ethnic, multi-generational bride known as his church. So what I want to do is point us to Acts chapter four very quickly, and then we're going to move in Acts chapter two. We're just going to walk through these verses. And at the end, there'll be a question I ask, time of prayer, and we're going to go on and be the church and not do church anymore. Acts chapter four. In verse 32, reads this. Now the multitude, listen, listen to the language. Now the multitude of those who believed, those who believed were of what? One heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power, the apostles gave witness, there's that word again, to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And, oh, this is so beautiful. And great grace was upon them all. Great grace was upon them all. The way we are to be a united body of believers, ones who are rightly being a love movement here on the earth, it starts with this one word, oneness. They are one heart and one soul. This is so important that Jesus, before he went to Calvary's cross on our behalf, before he went to do that selfless act of love he displayed for us on Calvary's cross, that he would defeat sin on Friday, the enemy on Saturday, and death on Sunday, when he would rise from the grave with all power and authority, he prayed specifically for the church. And he prayed this out of John chapter 17. Listen to this. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world. No, 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 no. I'm praying for those whom you have given me for they are yours. He's talking to his heavenly father and he says, all and all mine are yours and yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, holy father. 
This is my prayer to rebuild. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me that they may be one as we are one. We are to reflect the oneness, the harmony, the love, the unity, the spirit, the bond between Jesus and his heavenly father, between the Holy Father and the Holy Son and the Holy Spirit. We are to display that oneness as well as brothers and sisters in Christ. No matter what age, no matter what stage of life you may be in, the Lord has called us to oneness and we do that through our believing. Psalm 133 talks about this. He says how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. He gives two examples, a mountain with the dew of Hermon. He talks about the oil, the oil that ran down from Aaron's head down to his beard and to his garments and to the very hem of his garments. And then he says, for there the Lord commanded the blessing life forevermore. We'll see that life forevermore play out at the end of Acts chapter two. We'll see it playing out within the church and we'll see the beauty and blessing, the product, the produce that we see when we're doing this. And he says how beautiful it is when brothers dwell together in unity. Listen to what D.L. Moody says about this. He says, I have never known the spirit of God to work where the Lord's people were divided. I have never known the spirit of God to work where the Lord's people were divided. It is imperative based upon the prayer of Jesus for us to be one that also out of that because of the impact that it will have on our world when the household of faith, those who believe not the, not everybody, those who believe there's a specific group of people that he's talking to those that were believed that believed they were of one heart and one soul. And when we're that way, there's power at work in the Lord's people. The spirit of God is allowed, if you will. And I use that word loosely is allowed to go and do great and mighty exploits because we believe. Isn't that not what the word said? Miracles, signs, wonders follow them that what? You know, the verse believe type it in the chat, type it in the comment section. Those that believe and all who believe they were of one heart, one soul. And so I want us to see how important this is. We want the spirit of God to work here at Rebuild because the Lord's people are united and not divided. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us on our next episode as Pastor Chuck continues this message, which is titled, Bear Witness Through Unity.